to me. Live from Fitzgerald's in St. Paul, we are the Daves you know. This is the Daves I know. Especially ladies, gentlemen, it's time for shots. Sexy babies, sexy babies. Additionally, babies who are 18 years or older. Uh, yeah, 17 in California. I don't know. I don't know a lot about babies. Uh, uh, tonight exactly. we are drinking. Uh, you don't know enough. You don't know a lot about babies. I've blocked it all out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know more than I've seen. I've seen a lot of shit. Right, um, tonight we're going to be drinking some Glenfiddich. We've got a 12-year Glenfiddich here. Now, normally, what I what I like with a Glenfiddich is I like to stir it with ice and then strain it. I like it chilled, but I don't like ice in the glass. I know you're supposed to have ice in the glass. That's what all the scotch connoisseurs will tell you. I know the way I like it. Um, By the way, there's no way to order a scotch the way that you want it in a bar and not sound like a pretentious asshole. 100% true. It's true. So tonight, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do it nice and room temp the way God intended. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Holy shit, man. Took that down. I was a generous pour. <laughs> what you only took a sip, dude? I wanna. I, I'd like to. I, just, I like to savor my fucking. I just gosh, slam that. And you're sitting over there licking in it. Well, oh my God. you have to drive back to Prior Lake. I can just mostly stumble home down a, a bus route. That's so. fair. You know, I'm gonna need a few drinks because I'm a little <laughs> self-conscious about my driving, and that's gonna get me there. So, um, I was gone last week. You'll remember we recorded in Portland. Was the thing that we said that we did. Um, uh, not Portland, right. Phoenix. McGill- McGillicuddy's. McGillicuddy's, yeah. yeah. Just a bar that totally exists. Definitely a bar. In uh, St. Yeah. Paul. It's it's a really tiny, weird spot of St. Paul that no one else can actually get to except for us. You get, so it's, good, like, it's like platform nine and three quarters. you got to kind of believe it's there to get there, and uh, we, be- we believe hard it. enough. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you go into that racist Coney Island bar, and then maybe you take you know, take a, like a left or a right, and then you, you find your way to McGillicuddy's, which is yeah, not yeah. a totally racist Coney, uh, Coney bar. No, no, because so. it's just us. Yeah. Uh, so how was the last week? I was in Phoenix. Um, I said Portland. That's not where I was. Then. I was in Phoenix. Um, what happened in Minnesota while I was gone? Uh, we played a fucking soccer match, man. You were you were uh, up in the air during that time, right? Yeah. People that- who follow me on Twitter, which is everybody, I've got thousands and thousands of followers, um, will know that I was flying back from Phoenix as the game happened, and uh, as luck would have it, I am flying out to Charlotte. At the moment that the game next week is going to happen, our home uh, uh, virginity popper, I'm going to miss because, again, second second week, I'm going to be flying through the skies. I'm, I'm really glad that uh, we have a soccer podcast by Minnesota United, and you have yet to actually watch a Minnesota watch. United match live. Yeah, well, you know. Well, I take it back. You watch, you watch a preseason match live. <laughs> in, the, in the MLS iteration of, of, of Minnesota United, and uh, it, it's going to be a long time before you actually get to watch a Minnesota United match live. Oh, I think that's fucking hilarious. So, so my thought on it is this: basically, um, we have to finance this podcast, and as you can tell by the production qualities here, top shelf stuff, obviously. And I'm not giving this fucking you're not podcast doing any fucking you're money doing other than so I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just generating some fucking content, content for yeah. the website so where we get like. 
300% uh, click rate, you know, right? You're the author, man. <laughs> and so, you know, my travels enable me to fund this podcast. Now, the flip side of that is sort of catch-22 is that I can't actually watch any of the games. If you've listened to the analysis provided on this podcast, this is not surprising to you that I have not watched any of the games. You knew that. <laughs> Only now it's just I, did, I, I, I tend to disagree. Although, So we're, we're working on what we're going to do next week. Um, we need a replacement Dave. We're so gonna, we it, might have a – yeah, we're probably going to have a, a, a substitute Dave. I'm not called a replacement Dave because we're not replacing you. That's fair. A substitute Dave. Sure. Um, so I'm going to reach out to some uh, other Daves that I know. Right. Um, if you haven't uh, – if you don't understand the reference, the Daves I know, uh, put it in YouTube, the Daves I know – and you'll watch this really awesome video by Kids in the Hall. Yeah. So I'm gonna reach out to some other Daves that I know, yeah. and uh, we'll see what happens. I may have a, we may have like an actual like substitute Dave. The name, the name of the Dave podcast for one week will change to like the Daves that I may or may not. Know. I mean, literally, if I can't find anybody else, it's gonna be me and my wife uh, yeah. podcasting, which will be really weird because she will probably hate that. And so basically, basically me recording a conversation as I yell across the room at her, and she occasionally responds to me about soccer stuff. So we'll see. Be good. Let's talk about uh, what just happened. Yeah, we have a segment. Uh, we're going to move on to a segment that we call What the Hell Just Happened, where we recap the game that happened. Now, contrary to popular belief, I actually did watch this game. I just uh, had to watch it on replay. And we had a big fight about how to do that as well. So um, so what the <laughs> a, hell just a happened? A fight so much, not so, not so much a fight, as much as like a, we were trying to figure out the easiest and uh, cheapest way for... There's, there's no to do there's, that. Yeah, there's no better way to fight. Yeah. So rather than just giving you the rundown that all the other podcasts did, you've heard uh, a couple of podcasts related to Minnesota United now. You know the stuff. We're going to break it down with our own flavor uh, into segments. The first segment, best moment of the game, Texas Seller. What was your best moment of this game for Minnesota United? Uh, it not, not, doesn't even have to be for Minnesota United, just best moment in the game. Um, I mean, obviously, as a Minnesota United fan, Ramirez's goal was the best moment of the game. In terms of like that actual game for me, um, however, uh, I mean, like the fact that it was Ramirez, the fact that he he, he brought the ball down, he turned and burned it. Amazing. It was a Ramirez goal. Uh, it really, was right? total Ramirez goal. He was I decisive mean, decisive. To a, he as as has been said about Clint Dempsey, he tried shit. For and a moment, and you know? even Minnesota fans, like people who believed in Ramirez and Ibarra, are still like, we're still like, well. Can he do it on the next level? And Ramirez, that goal showed that he can actually he can turn, he can turn and do it at this next level. But for me, honestly, the, the best moment of the game was when they they fucking walked out of the pitch. I was at the Nomad. I I talked to uh, Caleb from uh, the We Call It Soccer podcast. My wife, Dave Smith, a couple other people, and uh, I was like, I'm I'm probably gonna cry when they come out of the pitch. And Did when you they cry, kicked, I I cried. I literally. There was, it, the Nomad was packed. There was like 500 people at the Nomad. It was like ass to tea kettle. Awesome. Which is great. But we were upstairs, so which wasn't as crowded, but still very crowded. And I literally I saw Minnesota come out of the pitch, and I was like starting to tear up. And then they played the National Anthem, and I was like still tearing up. And I hate the National Anthem. I think it's fucking bullshit and <laughs> stupid. But I was, t- I was still tearing up. And then, and then Portland kicked the first ball. Minnesota like – Created a turnover and I was just like, there was like, and then it was oh it's it raining like, it's raining on my face right now. It was now. like you know when I watch uh, when I watch a league of their own at the very end you know, <laughs> I listen I, I'm a I'm a 35 yeah. year old man like I get I get it gets uh, a little misty yeah it's a little misty when yeah. I uh, watch shit like that so that was probably the best moment of the match for me. How about you? 
Well, well I mean, so, in your, in so your rewatch. I, I, I cried at the moment that they kicked off as well, but that's because uh, there was a, I would say, four-year-old behind me on the plane who was counting as high as she could count out loud. Her mother wasn't stopping her. And so for like 30 minutes, it was like one, two, three, four, up to like 590, and it just never stopped. So I was crying too. You know, we all shared a moment there. Um, for me, you know, listening to other podcasts that we've done, you pick the obvious stuff, right? The sexy moments that make a great picture. Course, yeah. And I picked the lame-ass stuff, and I'm going to follow a trend on that. Around the 29th minute, here's one of the things that's been frustrating about Minnesota for me. They've been buried on the right side, honestly, um, the, uh, their right side. Molino, it, it's obviously easy to do because Molino can help you, uh, you know, release some pressure get the ball to him he can maintain possession he can do something clever with that's fine then we switched we switched over to the left side we had acres of space and honestly from a tactical standpoint i was like there that is the key that is the key uh we need to make the pitch wider we need to do that and uh we showed that we can because they're going to shade our right side so much that was my best moment was when we unlocked what i thought tactically could be one of our strongest suits for the new future yeah i i 100 agree like the, when we had when we had the opportunity to attack and, and do what we needed to do there, we did a really good job. It was just the the, the ability and the opportunity were uh, few and far between. Too too far between. So yeah. let's move on to the good stuff. The stuff you know, people listen to this podcast for just <laughs> rampant negativity. Uh, what was the worst moment of the game? Oh man. Oh man. Um, I think when an Oompa Loompa out uh, out jumped Jermaine Taylor. Uh, for the was that the second goal yeah the second goal uh and obviously like the the complete mental breakdown of our defense after after portland uh scored three minutes after ramirez got the uh got us to 2-1 and then all of a sudden like our 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 defense i thought for the most part played well for like 69 minutes and then just fucking shat the bed for the last basically last like 20 minutes of the game yeah for 69 they were getting it at both ends uh but by the time uh Hell we got yeah to the, oh, that was the best <laughs> joke only um for me i think honestly we don't always agree on this kind of stuff for me it was the same moment i'm thinking about that first fernando adi goal turning just turned him inside out and particularly i'm thinking about demidov's coverage on there uh not only out of position there but then somehow chasing it after then still <laughs> failing at that um Adi Which, looked like he could have taken back and forth dribbles all night, and if we yeah. had had all eleven guys going after him, they would have just dived every time. Which is really weird because Demidov looked pretty good in the preseason and actually looked good for most of the game, and then he—it's just like he had a brain fart, like an aneurysm, the and yeah. then just like forgot how to play soccer right. for the last like twenty-five minutes of the game. <laughs> this. This was not a particularly good game from beginning to end for him. So, that, but honestly, that's not where he's at. He, you know, this was a bad game. It's not that we're going to see this weekend and week out from Demidov. However, we will see what we saw from Jermaine Taylor weekend and week out. We have. I don't have any indication that's going to change. We'll get to Jermaine Taylor. It's <laughs> fine. Literally, so like right now. That that dirty uh, <laughs> the dirty Adi goal was uh, the first one. So yeah. our most uh, the third segment we always uh, uh, approach when we're looking at a game that just happened would be the most what the fuck moment. The most WTF moment of the game. What was the most WTF moment for you? I, I said it before. Jermaine Taylor getting fucking skied by an Oompa Loompa. Diego Valeri is two inches, at least two inches shorter than I am. And he skied Jermaine Taylor. Jermaine Taylor, a fucking Jamaican national team 
defender got skied by a goddamn Oompa Loompa. That was the most what the fuck moment for me. Yeah, I one of the most one of the things I loved was that somebody who follows us um, the podcast and on Twitter hopped on Twitter uh, and and said. I've watched Jermaine Taylor for 10 minutes, and I finally get everything that that podcast said about him, <laughs> which was which was redeeming because you know I, I went out on a limb it's, and I said some very negative things about Jermaine Taylor. It's, it's funny we uh, also have listeners. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised anybody actually listened. Yeah. Um, so, I would say specifically most what the fuck moment Jermaine Taylor's defense on Portland's fifth goal. Um, first of all, he was playing absurdly high. Now, I get it. They're pushing. Know, we were behind. We were pushing. He might have direct, um, direct, uh, you know, mentioned that he needs to go higher up the pitch. I, I can get that. But I that mean, said, it was a throw in there. It was also four to one already that he's as high up the pitch. Yeah. Hold on. For, that he's as high up the pitch as he was at that moment. And then to watch him lackadaisically track back while other folks are trying to cover that space was uniquely bad. Classic uh, Jermaine Taylor. And can we just laugh for a moment at how hilarious that even if he tried his best and had his greatest game, the idea of Jermaine Taylor covering both Nagby on that side as well as Vitas, who's always going to be coming forward for overlapping runs. Can we laugh at how absurd it was that he was ever going to be tasked with that? <laughs> I just LOL. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That was Santa Claus. Jermaine Taylor's fucking terrible, man. I'm sorry. I... I I kind of pushed back on you a little bit back uh, in the preseason when you, you know, went on your Jermaine Taylor rant, but you were 100% fucking correct. The man is the worst and literally should apologize for everything he's ever done in his entire life. I, I love that. Um, so I listen to Extra Time Radio. I'm sure a lot of our listeners do, too. Uh, a Venn diagram. What? That, extra, what, what's Extra Time Radio? Yeah, the, the one we said we hated in the last podcast. There's a lot of overlapping circles in these Venn diagrams. Um, I love that. They mentioned it briefly. Uh, Matt Doyle called it out and said, uh, you know, obviously Jermaine Taylor sucked it right back. Nobody ever needs to see that again. That was his quote about it. And, and he watches all of the teams. He specifically called out Taylor and said, no one ever needs to see that again. And, hey, that's great. That's what Spoiler I thought, Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we saw, we've seen it again and again. But you know what? Uh, there's an answer coming. Thiessen is coming. Who follows me on Twitter now, by the way, so i got to clean up my act. Holy um, shit, really? He's coming. Yeah, absolutely. That's Why awesome. wouldn't he, obviously? Does, so, he follow, does he follow us on Twitter? The, the no, podcast? no. He, he just oh, follows good, me. Good. Very good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's uh, my brand. That'd be terrible. Um, so he's he, he's obviously going to be the replacement at right back. Uh, what I can say is it couldn't be worse. Um, I would love to see Kevin Venegas get uh, get Here, time so occasionally. He, but here, uh, here's, here's the question I have for you about this. Oh, yeah. We can jump into the next thing, the, the match rating, official rating. Yeah. Um, Jermaine Taylor is starting, and I'm guessing if, if Tisa is not ready to go on Sunday, Jermaine Taylor will probably start again. How bad has Viva looked in preseason and training that Jermaine Taylor got the start? I mean, that is a frustrating I, thing to me. You know, I, I think that he must have looked really bad for Jermaine fucking Taylor to get worked like a right. fucking two-bit whore. Wow, we're good metaphor, uh, real direct with that. So, you know, you might be like even 10% kidding. Um, the rest of it, I, I was thinking, because we don't get to see practices. Occasionally, you know, media can get there. 
I'm not going to call you and I media. We're, we are <laughs> we, definitely not the mainstream no, media. We no, are, we are not that. We are the alt-right of uh, oh, yeah. Minnesota United Soccer. This is fake news right here. Fake um, news. But, you know, I think they see that they day in and day out on the practice field. They must be seeing something, and I, I, I give them credit that they can't be entirely wrong. They're seeing something there and comparing it to Venegas, and one of two things is happening. Either they're seeing Venegas flatly suck, they're seeing Taylor rise to the occasion in practice, or I suppose a third thing, which is where they say simply, tactically, Maybe, for instance, we can't have Viva pushing up the pitch when we want Molino to be doing pretty much the same thing. Molino is not Nagby. He's not going to drop back and create space for an overlapping run. So they say, you know, what Viva does is not what we need done. That said, having watched what Jermaine Taylor does, we don't need that done either. That's for sure. Or maybe Jermaine Taylor has uh, some very incriminating photos of Inchi uh, with... Uh two-bit prostitutes or something. I've, I've wondered that, too. Um, back in the day with Sporting Kansas City, whom listeners will know that you and I both have a secret flame for, yeah. uh, back in the Claudio uh, Bieler days, I always wondered, like, whose coach did Bieler fuck to get signed as a DP and never get played? <laughs> but that said, again, what's happening in the what's happening in practice? We don't see it every day. He might have been showing that he just didn't give a shit I, or it was honestly, unfit. To be, to be fair, I, if Thiessen's not ready to go on Sunday, I think Viva gets a start, actually. I... I think he can actually run uh, against that Atlanta backline, well, and and the the I think he can actually track back fast enough to take over on their own. But we'll get to that in a second. Sure, what, absolutely. Let's let's talk about um, the official score match card. official. Let's move on to official scorecard yeah. where we give you some bullshit about the match official. I've got my opinion, Zeller. I want to hear what you have to say. Um, I don't know. B minus average. Well, we said this on here's, another podcast. Here's, here's the beauty: you should never have an A game from a referee. A, exactly. You should be invisible if you're having a exactly. Game. And I think that was like, that was perfect. I mean, of course, Diego Chara got the first uh, card of the ML season because it's fucking Diego Chara, and that's sure. what he does. Uh, led the um, league last year in fouls. By I the way, I thought I thought the first I thought the pen was spotty, but you apparently disagree with me. What do you, What did you think yeah, about so, the refs? So, um, I mean, I say spotty. I, I don't necessarily disagreed with it, but it it was. Could well, have gone if you didn't way. disagree with it, then how bad could it have been? Well, I agree with it, but it still sucked. Well, B minus, like, okay, probably well, could have been better, but okay. it wasn't the worst. So, okay, so how, how hard is that, man? Demidov was 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 trying to dry hump his arm. Okay, <sighs> that's all. I that's fair. He he got a real handful of his arm. Now there was no question about it. Not only did he get a handful of his arm, but it obstructed his his run on. I I mean. I don't know what else I could say about it. It, it. it was if I had to create a Wikipedia entry about that rule and giving a penalty, I would have put that picture in there. Okay. I don't even know what I'd say about it. Okay. So uh, in general, I thought the official did what needed to be done. Uh, you tend to see a uh, often, not always, but often a chippier game when conditions are bad. This is a rainy pitch, is a waterlogged pitch. Uh, first game of the year. First game of the year. So you, you can see things where an, uh, a referee would have an opportunity to over insert himself into the game. I don't think that necessarily happens. So I, I, yeah, I, and I don't, I don't think I don't think uh, I don't think there was like any particularly egregious calls too. Which, no, and know, this is an official who, as an average, uh, this is an official who likes to insert himself into games. If history is any indication, uh, I wrote about that in my preview on fifty five one. Uh, I was called at fifty five one dot com. That's not the website. Don't go there. That's probably a pornography site. Um, Don't pimp any other websites, man. No, no, no. Oh, that's, that's true. Yeah, never mind. It's only Dave's Dave's I know. Dave's I know. Only Dave's I know. Dave's I know. Dave's I know. Dave's I know. Thank you. Thank you. This is this is a dude who has more cards than a dealer, but uh, he 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 held on. It was fine. So, uh, we have an award to give the next Freddie Adu for the star of the game. The next Freddie Adu. Who was your man? I mean, Superman. Of course. I mean, I take the. The, the, the low-hanging fruit here. Uh, Christian Ramirez, 
came in um, and literally like bossed the game for about 10 minutes. And b- before even his, he scored his goal, like the man was bossing the game. Um, I'm really glad he scored that first goal for Minnesota United. Um, I know there were some other players that did a lot of other stuff, but in terms of like who had the most like the biggest impact in like the shortest period of time, obviously for me, Christian Ramirez. What do you got? It's it's such a soft thing that like who had the most impact. Like when you're looking at a five to one loss, yeah, I, like, I, I, yes, I would say I would say Demidov had the biggest impact in the I'll, game. Well, um, obviously, all things considered. I got you. So so Ramirez got the goal, and that's great. And he wasn't bad by any stretch. But th- that said, to me. Um, when I saw Johan Venegas get the ball, I think he did more with the ball. I think he's more creative on the ball with the ball at his feet. And additionally, I think he's. I, I think what we saw in the last ten minutes was not just Christian. I don't think Christian bossed the game. I think Christian was fine, but he was also besides the goal. I don't think he was tearing things apart. Um, especially, you know, Portland started to kind of bunker in, so we had a little bit more possession there. But Venegas dropped back into. He he, he wasn't a number ten, but he was a second striker. I think that's his preferred position. I think he looked great in that position. I think he can do what he does best, including provide the assist that set up Ramirez. Now, don't, I don't want to take anything about Ramirez uh, away from Ramirez. He turned and gave a great uh, shot on goal there. Um, but Johan Venegas did more throughout the game than that, and then he set up that assist in a position I think that he's going to have a lot of success in for the rest of the year. It's got to be Johan Venegas for me. That's fair. I mean, fair. I mean, You're right. I, I mean, mean Ramirez, Ramirez, like, he took that ball down with, like, Five Portland defenders around him, who all kind of watched it happen. These were there was not. But he took that ball down, that and it's not like he took that ball down uh, and like dribbled for like no, ten no, yards I, and then shot. He took that ball down, one like one is, touch and then shot. So it is very difficult I, in my book to earn a next Freddie Adu award out of four seconds of performance. That's what I'm saying. All right. And that's what it comes the, down to. So we have a second award to give. It's called the Next Freddie Adu Award for Shittiest Player of the Game. Who is the next Freddie Haydu for you? Um, I mean, is it? It's pretty obvious, right? Like between the two, there's two people who are no, up because for this we award. have different answers. I don't think it's that obvious. There's no, there's there's two people who are up for this award. I have one, you have the other. I think mostly because I just put my first, you pick the other one. Sure. Uh, Jermaine Taylor. Um, I don't disagree. Just to disagree, by the way. <laughs> I mean, but I also put, I also noted in in the show notes uh, that Demidoff just lost his goddamn mind um, after the penalty and he looked like crap for at least the last 15 to 20 minutes of the game but Jermaine Taylor getting seriously if only for getting skied by fucking an Oompa Loompa um, for that goal he's the wor- he is the crappiest crap of crap that ever crapped and I know you're going to argue somebody else but you're wrong Look, I I don't need my record of railing against Jermaine Taylor to be called into question. Okay, I I don't need that from you. Uh, that I know. said, I know. that said for me, I, I'd switch Demidov for Taylor. Demidov's mistakes, honestly, I think were more singularly costly than Jermaine Taylor's. Now, don't get me wrong, Jermaine Taylor is a master of being out of position. He looks like he's he's got concrete on his feet and is running through mud when he tries to track people down and when you've got darling to nag me that you're playing with that's kind of not acceptable that said I, I i think demidov's mistakes were worse i think uh, his positioning was was as questionable um i would say i'm more regularly concerned about taylor i think demidov pops back and has a fine game i i don't think he's regularly that bad but tonight oh man that uh i went from hard to floppy real fast in the last 10 minutes here 
<laughs> hard to floppy. I yeah. went from floppy to hard. Real that was fast. A, that was a technology uh, joke, really. Yeah. I went to I went from uh, floppy to hard real fast watching the uh, Borussia Dortmund uh, match earlier today. I literally went I went <laughs> Such from a like random Pulisic, right? You're talking yeah, about, yeah. The, the the American Wunderkind. I went from Sign like him. I went from like about like a you know two percent uh, triangle to like a hundred and twenty percent triangle. Yeah, I don't know how your penis works, but uh, a triangle is usually not the shape it makes. So let's the, go ahead. the hypotenuse or whatever. I don't know. Hypo- I, yeah, I, don't know do, I don't know how math works. How does yeah, math yeah. work? Listen, uh, <laughs> I, you don't know how ma- for me it's a hypotenuse. For you, it's probably just one of the little dinky arms. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on to the next segment. We Basically, talked about. Yeah, I was super <laughs> erect. Let's just put it that way. My penis is the C squared. Yours is always the A squared. Thank you, tech uh, tech and math nerds. Let's move on to the next segment, which is called Say What's in This Drink. What's in this drink? What are you drinking besides the scotch that you chose to sip on? Uh, which is done, by the way. Like, literally. I t- yeah, good on you. I drank it in two seconds. Yeah. I don't know, I'm ready to apparently. puke. Yeah, we're going to have to edit this podcast for all the vomiting I'm going to do for all the drinks. Um, we're at Fitzgerald's, so I'm drinking hams because you can get like $1.50 hams. <laughs> I am going to eliminate this segment of the podcast because every week's like, I'm drinking the cheapest shit there. I mean, I can, make up, I can make up another drink, but I cannot express enough how I, amazing I, the deal I at almo- Fitzgerald's is. It's fucking hams. I almost and want you, get you to an, start making up beers. And you get an actual, I mean, I can I can do that. Let's do that. Okay, so you can actually now, okay, get Okay, so for our uh, listeners, hams. which are many and regular. Hold on, oh, slow down. God you can get a hams in a actual hams glass with the hams bear. And one of the things as a Minnesota United fan, like, I love the hams, uh, the hams cheer that Dark Clouds used to do. I'm can trying, you recite I'm, it for us? I can't right now. Too much hams. I've, literally, I dr- I have a I have a cube of hams in my house that I've been drinking. So a cube of hams. Yeah, you get a thirty pack of hams at Big Top for like fifteen bucks. It's we pretty need, amazing. I, I just invented a new um a new cocktail. I hope you're ready for it. It's called rum hams. <laughs> it's, it's just it's just a shot of well rum and, uh, and, then uh, and a pint of hams. Yeah. All right. The rum hams. I'm n- not diametrically opposed to that so <laughs> okay so so next week this podcast is going to take a different shape that this segment is going to be where you make up a drink on the fly because we all know you're drinking hands it's fine yeah i am drinking fair. um i am drinking um an ipa as i grab the menu to remind myself what it is this is a citradel uh oh, citradelic like by new, new belgium, new belgium. Yeah. yep that uh, is six percent it's out of colorado funnily enough i will be in colorado next week uh near the new belgium brewery so you're gonna be in colorado next week i'm gonna be in charlotte this week we're goddamn globe hopping right here well i'm gonna be watching um, but i'll be actually watching a soccer match yeah i am going you to will be, be in vice charlotte. presidenting yeah oh but you, are you vice presidenting now yes oh did you know that? I did not know that. Well, I don't tell everyone I know, <laughs> except for, you know, I guess, everyone that listens to this podcast, which is everyone I know. Yeah, I'm going to be vice presidenting in Charlotte. Holy shit, man. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's why the shots are on Well, I'm going to be getting high in Colorado, <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> oh, you guys are going to miss me next week. So, so yeah. No, so you're, no, we're, no we're actually going to... Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. This is the most off-task off podcast we've done. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to the good stuff. This is the feud of the week where we talk about a podcast we hate next. We're going to talk about the Point to the Spot podcast. I've never heard of them, which is the, the most damning <laughs> thing I can say about them. But you were on the shit last I, week, which is yeah, almost worse. They had, they, had me, they had me on their podcast. They're, uh, they're Madison-based. So, I mean, they're so even worse. They're the, the they're Austin the, of the northern Midwest. Yeah, well, they're like yeah. they're more like the Sacramento of the Midwest, where it's like everybody kind of understands that it's there. 
and you go through it because it's also a state capital. But they're not like Austin because Austin's awesome. Um, they're, the, they're the Sacramento of the Midwest. I used to drive out to Milwaukee for work a lot, and as I drove past Madison, I just kind of hold an outstretched hand and be like, oh, oh, Madison, no, please. And then, you know. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I mean, I could, I could have, I have a lot of, like, Madison-based puns and insults because my wife, uh, her parents live in Madison right now. But. <laughs> what a bitch. Yeah. No. She actually listens to this shit, man. I don't, don't believe that, that for a second. Take that back right now. <laughs> she's Anna a lovely lady. Anna actually listens to this shit. She's a lovely lady. She is, she's the greatest person My wife in the world. does not listen to this podcast <laughs> at all. Yes. Uh, my she's wife always surprised when I remind her of it. The most amazing person in the world. And actually, I, I sort of besmirched her last time when I said she didn't listen to it. My wife is does. like a three out of ten. Uh, no, I meant, three, I, meant, I meant a three out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh shit! But yeah, like th- so, they're they're a really awesome podcast. Um, that is also shit, and because uh, it's not our podcast, and they had me on to talk about dark clouds and stuff. And so, um, I mean, yeah, fuck you. Point to the spot podcast. <laughs> she had nothing negative to say. <laughs> no, it's like ninety percent. Like, like, they literally, exist. they have they have less fucking followers than we do. That can't be possible. That's it's it's hundred percent possible. <laughs> but I want to I want to get. This go. is the Wayne's World public access <laughs> go. of podcasts. Go. <laughs> go and download. At least just download the one episode that I'm in so that they can see some like really amazing like download numbers and then like unsubscribe as soon as you get the podcast that I'm on. I'm on there for like half an hour. <laughs> we talk about Minnesota Dark Clouds and, and Minnesota United and all that shit. I, I, I managed to not swear. I think I said hell one time. I am so bored. Which is really fucking amazing. This conversation is so boring to me. So there was a young lady uh, that just ordered a full meal and a drink and then left. <laughs> I love it. I love that kind of wealth. We're just like, <laughs> fuck it. You know, can you just throw I mean, you know uh, what? Can you just throw an order of wings in the garbage <laughs> for me and I'll want it? It doesn't even she, maybe matter. She, maybe she's an opulent. She's clearly opulent. So. All right. Well, well okay. Yeah, so okay. None of that was you important. point to the spot. Uh, go download the episode that I'm in. Uh, subscribe, download the episode I'm in, and then immediately unsubscribe, unsubscribe immediately because why do you want that in your feed if you have you've, us? You've only got one podcast. What else we got yeah. next? David if Martin. If we keep this up, it's going to take all week to listen to this podcast, so you're going to need That's that fine. time. Yeah, Hour and a half, cool. We're on to another segment. It's called Other United News. Uh, I think we call it Soccer Always Does Sound Effects. My sound pew, effects pew, would be... Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, you got the Star Wars laser sounds there. Um, tell us, what is the Other United News this week? Uh, meh. We got some things. You don't come here for news. That's clear. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, we've been railing about uh, TV deals and all that bullshit for the last couple weeks. They finally announced one, My29. Um, it's going to be the local TV sponsor, which is uh, cool if you live in the Twin Cities and has and have My29. If you live in Mankato ears. or Rochester, um, good luck at getting, or Duluth, good luck at getting soccer matches. Although it sounds, it seems to me, from the people that I've known, the friends I have, that if you're not in the like local market, you can get MLS Live and the local games. It's not app, considered local blackout. Yeah, are not considered oh, so you, local blackout. So you mean people so. within Minnesota only have to pay eighty dollars to watch Minnesota games? Yeah, oh, get that's MLS, not a bad deal. MLS Live. What we should hey. do is, I'll share my password. I should I should share my password like literally on this podcast with hundreds of people. 
because there's definitely hundreds of people. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> That'd be great. So that's like that was like the sort of like the major, the most major of the news. That's big. Why would you want to announce a broadcast partner outside of a week uh, to go? Listen, uh, if know. you talk to people on the inside with United, no doubt they would have wanted it a different way. There's no doubt about it. I'm not criticizing specifically United, and I'm sure they were lobbying for their options. I'm sure Minnesota, um, excuse me, my 29 was not their obvious first preferred choice. I'm glad it's figured out. Uh, I, I'm, I, I hope that some of our outstate folks get a, a continually better experience moving forward, not just in terms of, of a TV deal, but also in terms of, um, you know, I'm thinking merchandise, I'm thinking about other ways that we market ourselves. I hope that they feel more inclusive and it's no longer just Twin Cities United. I think the people within the club feel that and they want that. That said, didn't happen this year. There's no doubt. But also on, on the bright side with that TV deal was also that they're simulcasting the games on 1500 ES. On, have uh, you ever listened to a is, soccer simulcast? I have not. I am glad that Chris Lidholm has found work. I think that he's the guy to do it, and I'm Listen, glad that it do exists. Do not disparage probably future uh, podcast co-host Chris Lidholm. Hey, Chris, <laughs> close circuit to you. You want to like you want to come co-host the podcast? You can be a day for a night. You can be a day for a night. Oh yeah, this is our official request. Uh, but, but, but but you know what I'm saying? I'm not denigrating that. He's great. Let me, let me, let me, God let damn me finish. Um, I know I know Simon Casting is not great. Um, but you got Callum Williams. I don't know if you did you like I didn't listen to when he called the Ramirez goal, and I didn't listen to most of the match. When I watched it back again the next day. It actually, it, he did really a really good job, and I know listening to soccer on on uh, the radio or uniquely is, poor. It's even worse than listening to hockey on the radio. Like in hockey on the radio, like That's I will tough. watch hockey on the radio or listen to hockey on the radio. Watch hockey on the radio. I will listen to hockey on the radio. It's really bad. Soccer is also very bad. But I like that there's a simulcast with uh, with fifteen hundred, which is an ESPN property. Um, and that I think bodes well for a future uh, deal. I, 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 from my understanding, like the my twenty nine deal is just is again it's a one year deal. I feel like there's going to be a bigger deal in the works. And I think honestly, from my understanding, get through these next two years, and that in like the third year when we open the new stadium is when the big deal comes in. So right. um, let's not talk about. Any other United yeah, news? Yeah, I'm looking at some of your other notes here for United News, and you literally just typed in the words big pieces of shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't even want to know I mean, what that means. Only, yeah, kidding. big pieces of shit. And then I guess, you know, United. Your notes are always so instructive. Yeah, the, yeah, the United Crusher beer, which is a pretty cool thing that Surly and, and is you doing. You, you entered big pieces of shit into the notes for that? And then United Crusher beer. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Let's move on. Let's move to. Um, what we, we, what we like to call um, the Scouser half minute. We happen to both be Scousers. We happen to both like Liverpool. Unfortunate for us. Let's talk about the stuff. First of all, you said, thank God we're doing this now and not last week. Tell me what you 100%. mean by that. Also, uh, fuck you, Jamie. That's, I'm just gonna, that's a little uh, inside joke. Who's Jamie? Um, he's a Man City fan who's kind of the worst person in the world. But I love him to death. Um well, thank God we're doing this week, and I'll, and we didn't actually have a podcast last week. Uh, There's we, no shame in losing to the champions, you know. Well, they but, were the champions, but but for those champions, um, being god awfully terrible this year, fighting relegation, fired their manager, and managed by an overweight guy named Shakespeare. His overweightness is what makes him a poor manager. Yeah. And he's, it's, his name is Craig Shakespeare, 
And it, he doesn't have a really awesome nickname, like the Bard or something like that. You know what the, the fucking players on the team call him? Shakes. They call him Shakes? They call him Shakes. They could call him literally anything? They call him, like, you know, Julius Caesar or wow. Hamlet or the Bard or whatever. They call him fucking Shakes. Uh, we That's got bad. worked. We got worked by Lester uh, about you know a, a little over a week ago. Yeah, let's be clear. Um, we didn't just lose. We lost. We got worked. Um, but hey, listen, beat the shit out of Arsenal over the weekend. And we said that this was, before. That was fucking awesome. You you take the opponent we play. If Barcelona played us today, Barcelona would be relegated based on the result of that one match because Liverpool would absolutely give them a colonoscopy in soccer. And if we played Minnesota United, we, meaning Liverpool in this instance, played Minnesota United, oh, they, would lose. they would look like dirty <laughs> pieces of feces. Be like I a cannot draw. figure this team out. Yeah. I think this is a Champions League team. I also can't wait for them to fall out of Champions League next year so that they have that much more rest to do what the fuck it is they do in the league games. This is insane. I, I'm 100% with I you, man. I can't even... The young lady with the wings has come back, by the way. The, I, I don't even understand what the fuck. I mean... I, that was it. I, I just ended that <laughs> sentence with the word fucking period, and that was it. Period. I don't know what, to, what else to say. Period? Question mark? Um, I mean, I'm with you, man. Like This team is so goddamn... Up and down, and it, it it's frustrating as someone who watches these matches. And I watch most of these matches actually at the Nomad because um, I, you know, my kids usually wake me up and jump on my bed while I'm sleeping, yeah. so I don't usually be, get to. Uh, this will do be that. the first. This weekend will be the first Liverpool match I won't watch at the Nomad in probably a year and a half. Just because you're fucking done, or because you're going to be in Colorado? No, no, no. This this upcoming weekend, while we're in, at home for. Atlanta. You got other things to think about. Oh no, we're like we're gonna we're gonna start drinking early. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I misunderstood <laughs> that entirely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. So, um, but then uh, next weekend, a preview of the uh, of the next Scouser minute probably. <laughs> um, next weekend, Liverpool plays. Not this weekend, obviously, because actually, you know what? I don't know if Liverpool plays this weekend. You clearly are intoxicated. Right now. Um. Next weekend, St. Paddy's weekend, uh, Liverpool plays Man City in what we we colloquially here in the Dave's I Know podcast universe call uh, the Zellberg Derby. Zellberg Derby. Uh, my my wife Anna is a huge Man City fan. What a bitch! Did not say that at all. That was Zell- Zeller that you, said that. I love that. you, Anna. I did that not. Was say Zeller that. that said that. And so. Uh, in in the history of the Zellberg Derby, uh, Man City has never won. <coughs> no surprise there, because Man City's Just a good team. Saying. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's <laughs> let's, that's let's the, move that's on. That's the Scouser half minute. Can I just say Burnley scares the shit out of me this weekend? I think we're probably going to lose to Burnley <laughs> at home. What do you say six at one field. Yeah. Or actually, you know what? It is Burnley. No, the, Burnley's here. We played Burnley away to start the season or second game of the season. I think we I think we roll Burnley like six one. Six one. That's my. That's my. You think Liverpool rolls Burnley six one? Six one. Fuck you, Burnley. <laughs> Bring it. Okay, that was the Scouser half minute. Scouser <laughs> like four minutes. Brought to you by Carlsberg. Remember Steven Gerrard? Carlsberg. Um, well, next that's we're gonna. Sad mo- man. I know. I'm yeah, crying too. Yeah. Um, Next, we're going to move on to a segment called Tactical Schmaxical. This is where we preview the upcoming game. This is what you came to listen for. You've heard a lot of previews of Atlanta. That's fine. You got here. 
you know, it's clearly eventually a Thursday. You got <laughs> eventually here. you got here. You hung on through the rest of this podcast. <laughs> you're intoxicated. It's a Thursday morning. Like me, you've probably two drinks in. And now you're going to. Right. And so now you're going to hop in. You're going to listen to what we have to say about Atlanta United. Here's what, how we break it down. First of all, let's start with Atlanta United. Who's good? Tell me who's good. Um, Zeller is dancing. He's not even podcasting anymore. No, no, no. He's dancing to one of the. I'm phone. looking at. I'm looking at your notes. You, you you're looking at my notes to find out who's good. Well, I, I, your notes are ahead of mine. Why don't so. I start? Okay. Yeah, t- t- you talk about Ken Wayne Jones, here's, who did not play because he did not have his green card last week. Uh, so. not inaccurate, because he played five minutes. He didn't get his green right. card halfway through the game. He played like five minutes. Why didn't Kenwin Jones start? There could be a lot of reasons for that. Because of the green card issues, we might be talking about fitness. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure what the deal is. Uh, the big question for me this coming week is, does Kenwin Jones start? For those of you who are new to um, soccer <laughs> or Atlanta United, at least, Kenwin Jones is ostensibly, in my mind, a starting number nine for uh, Atlanta. He plays up top. He's a Christian Ramirez-type dude. Um, but younger <laughs> and probably better. Younger and better. Um, I mean, I, I, was, I, love, I love Christian, but yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. You know, your subjective analysis, he's certainly younger. Uh, I was surprised better. he didn't start, but again, it could be a fitness issue. Now, the question for me is this week, does he start? Second of all, if he does start, how does that move folks around? Joseph Martinez started up top. Um, I think that if Joseph Martinez doesn't actually start up top, which I think was a bit of an experiment, I don't think that's his normal best spot. I think Joseph Martinez moves back into a left wing spot. I think that's a better spot for him. And, I, and you know, I guess if I'm a Minnesota United fan, I hope that they have a little bit of lineup turmoil. Uh, that said, if Kenwin Jones starts, watch for him. He's going to be dangerous, especially with a particularly vulnerable uh, set of crew in our central defense. I, it, not set. Uh, you know, I, if, if I've got Demondov covering him, I'm scared. On, uh, I, I mean, I, I kind of disagree there in terms of, like, the scariness of the central defense. I mean, uh, the other – I mean, really, the other – there's two people who, who scare the shit out of me also on uh, Atlanta. Um, Miguel Amarone. Obviously. Uh, one of their DPs. Um, he played. He played really well. He plays really well on both ends. You're right. Like the guy can can move across the field, set things up, um, and that is hugely important, especially in MLS, where you need someone, to, you need like a Michael Bradley esque player to like take it from the back and move it to the front, deep line play, and that is a very sexual metaphor that I just did. Um, oh, the other so person, deep. I mean, Hector, uh, Hector, uh, sorry, not Hector Villalba. Uh, Yamel Assad, who scored the first goal for Atlanta. Sure. Ostensibly a backup in my mind, I'll be honest with you. But yeah, he, but he looked damn good. He played really well. He was he was connecting um, in the – I watched. I did not watch the entire uh, Atlanta Red Bulls match. I watched the condensed version. But everything I saw from him, like, was pretty amazing. Like, he was connecting – Back to front, um, moving moving the ball around, and he scored a cracker of a goal, and you know that that's great, good good for good for them, and, and good right. for Atlanta. And so here's my question: So Assad looked great. I, I'll be honest, with you, I watched the whole game because I'm a dedicated podcaster. Uh, Assad looked great. Now that said, I feel like Assad started on the left wing because Kenwin Jones couldn't start in the striker position, and because Kenwin Jones couldn't start in the striker position, Joseph Martinez moved to the top, and that created a, a vacuum at the left. So here's my question. You boot Assad if Kenwin Jones plays this week? I think you've got a tough decision uh, tough decision to make if you're Tata Martino. Yeah. Um, See what Tata does. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think that you can bring on a, a guy like Assad as a super sub. You can stick with the formation that you played last week, and um, you can bring on still Kenwin Jones as a super sub. I don't know what his fitness looks like. I'll be honest with you. Um, I don't know if paperwork issues have, have, have uh, been an issue for that. Um, that said, they've got tough decisions at least where the front four or maybe even the front six are concerned. So let's move on to the next segment, which is um, who sucks. Well, I mean, to that sort of same vein, it's like Atlanta United did not play a lot of preseason matches. And so. And they played shitty ones, and, too. And they played, yeah, really shitty ones. They so played. Two, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not meaning to interrupt. I, I, I'm sorry, that's exactly what I mean to do is to interrupt. <laughs> they played two lower tier teams, and they played a reserve Sounders squad, and they played Columbus, which is borderline a reserve team. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, not a, like not, a not a challenging preser- uh, uh, I'm sorry, preseason. So team. yeah, we, so we don't actually know what their fitness looks like in terms of in, in their players that they have. So um, I mean, who sucks for Atlanta? Um, Anybody playing after the 65th minute if they're fitness pretty sucks. much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. Car- Carmona got the weird straight red. Wasn't anything weird about it. The dude I mean, was vicious. Weird he pretty much whipped it out and, like, weird, peed on the referee. That was, like, as that, close like, to, why, like, a straight no, red. To me, it's weird. Like, why the fuck would you do that? Okay, if that's what you mean by weird, certainly. This okay. is a clear red. There's no question no, no, about I'm so, it. I'm d- not disagreeing with you there. And, I mean, the only reason he didn't get a much larger ban is that this is his first MLS game. I imagine. Well, I don't know, because the discipline, the disciplinary committee could still give him a larger no, ban. No, no, they, 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 that, was out, that was out today. Was well, today. I was at work. <laughs> okay, so I was I, drinking beer at the Lake Monster, right. doing doing dark clouds business, and I was financing uh, this podcast. <laughs> so, so okay, so I didn't know that. So, so that's great. I'm shocked. I'm shocked he didn't get a worse ban. He could have. He yeah. He absolutely should have. He didn't because this is his first defense in MLS. Because he that was his first fucking MLS game. That's bad. Um, now that said, if we're talking about who sucks, let's look to the guy that replaces him. You've got no. a backup inherently in there, right? Yeah, that guy's probably not good. And <laughs> listen, the entire probably defense, not good. The entire back line shat the bed after the 65th minute uh, for Atlanta. And if we're gonna talk about who really sucks for Atlanta. It's their goddamn fans who allowed that homophobic chant to continue to be a thing, like. That's who really sucks. Period. Exclamation point. Asterisk. I'm gonna I'm gonna counter you there, and I'm gonna say that homophobes need, just like all of us, uh, a place where they can uh, feel like there's a, an opportunity for free speech and that they can make their views heard. And is that what you really believe? I don't know. I thought, <laughs> I thought it'd be I thought it'd be good content. I thought more we'd get more listeners that way. Maybe. No. Okay, so so yeah. Right, Dave Martin, Atlanta's a, fans a known uh, uh, a known homophobe, uh, no, advocates no, for homophobes. Yeah, everybody knows. <laughs> I was surprised that okay, so okay, the uh, p word chant is not good. There's no doubt about it. Throwing beer at people is also mm, typically. I didn't even mention that. That's fucking terrible. Fuck not you, Atlanta not fans. good. So let's can we at least say the positive and say the Atlanta fans managed to refrain from doing the Atlanta Braves chop thing. You know, the chop that they used to do literally the entire baseball game, they, they refrained from that. That's a plus. I'm, a, I'm an optimist. You know cool? that. Cool? Yeah. They didn't do cool. the... Oh, you, 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 you didn't advocate for uh, Native oh. American genocide. You just advocated for, 
you know, homophobia and uh, all that other. Yeah, you got to move in the right stuff, direction. So, right? so yeah, yeah, it's, it's steps, you're, baby you're, steps. you're welcome, America. Yeah. So who sucks? So my part of the who sucks. My first location. Everybody sucks. My first location is in. Uh, I, I would say. Who's the guy that's shielding the backline? The backline was imperfect and obviously imploded after the, you know, at the end. That that said, New York's a good team. New York is going to capitalize on mistakes. They're not going to see the same thing against Minnesota United. I'll be perfectly frank. They're not going to see a team that obviously immediately pounces on mistakes in the same way that uh, New York does. So sure? the backline can be forgiven. That said, who's going to be shielding the backline? It's going to be a backup for um, for uh, Carlos, which by the way, as I look Set. at Atlanta's, if I, if I look at Atlanta's roster, I love to look at Spanish language names and think about them in terms of like uh, like Spanish language, like uh, telenovelas, like uh, soap operas. Like I think about Miguel Almiron. Mm, Almiron. Mi corazón sangue para ti. Mm. Like, I can't help but read these names and think that. So, Vilalba, yeah, whatever. Um, podcast just got weird. Oh, yeah. The Spanish so, language people, if you can explain that to Zeller. Anyways, whoever shields no, the back I, line, I, I that's our Spanish. opportunity. Oh, so okay. you know what I said. Oh, yeah. No, I know exactly what you said. <laughs> okay. Say, this podcast just got weird. <laughs> um, so, the I can't remember the kid's name who uh, came in. To cover the back line. Uh, for, he's, he's, for I know he's 33 years Carmona? old. And he's a uh, Californian. So that should, that should be good in the snow and 32 degrees that it's going to be in Minnesota on Sunday. So I love it. It's perfect weather to be flying to Charlotte. That's so cool. let's move on to the next segment. Who's going to win? <laughs> Who's going to win and why? Tell me. Uh, Minnesota, man. God damn. You homered on the first game. We got absolutely, uh, I used the word colonoscopy already did, in this podcast. I did not homer on the first game. I said Portland was going to win on the first game. Right, as did gonna, you, actually, gonna, as a matter of fact. If you yeah, I was right. scroll down the fucking episode. I know agenda, what I said. I was right. Um, we both said Portland was going to win the first all game. Right, all I, right, so who wins this one? I firmly believe that Minnesota wins this game. Um, I think traveling in... Everybody says traveling the MLS is hard. It's really fucking hard. Can't really complain about that. Tell that to New York Red Bulls <laughs> traveling to uh, Atlanta last week. Well, it's also Atlanta. Right, and so fuck Atlanta. I think I think Minnesota wins 3-1. Uh, 3-1. to 3-1. One. Three to one. Three to one. God damn. All right. Wow, a lot of faith there. Uh, I see Atlanta winning. Uh, I look at what Atlanta did last week. Now, don't get me wrong. Oh. They fell off the table in the last you uh, 25. piece of shit. Yeah, two, two Minnesota losses predicted in a row. I said I was right, so, you know, whatever. So, um, I would love Minnesota to win. There's no bigger Minnesota fan, uh, United fan than me. That said, I look Clearly at the talent they've got. Me. Clearly, I am a bigger, bigger Minnesota United fan. You're the one bigger homer than me. Uh, I think about is particularly, I think, if Kenwin Jones steps in, I think they've got their preferred lineup. I love watching uh, their number 10, their, uh, again, ostensible number 10, Miguel Amiron. Don't even talk to me about what I think he could do on the right wing. I don't even want to go there, but you got to have uh, Villalba out there. So it's, hey. it's an incredible front four, and I think about that front four compared with our defense. Oh, God, there's an opportunity there. Are you trying to like reverse jinx Minnesota United? Is that what your is that your your entire game no, here? No, this is, is what we call in the business uh, credible soccer analysis, Zeller. Okay. Uh, someday I'll introduce you to how it right. works. 
Let's move on to what we call Pixar Didn't Happen. Now, this is our first regular podcast, our genuinely regular podcast. We talk about a game that just happened. We talk about a game that's about to happen, and we, and we predict the entire MLS calendar. Pixar, did, Pixar Didn't Happen brought to you by Hams. Brought to you by Hams, which they always, all are. It, always brought to you by Hams. Okay, so let, let's talk about what's going to happen this week. But first, I want to recap what happened last week. Can you remind me what were oh God. the totals of correct predictions it last week? It was bad. It was bad last week. Bad so, for whom? Uh, bad for both of us, honestly, but m- more worse for me than for you. Um, so Portland beat Minnesota five to one. We both predicted Portland to win, so we both won that was that one, one of the few things we agreed on and <laughs> were right on. Yeah. Uh, Columbus and Chicago tie one one. Uh, Dave Martin predicted that one uh, one draw. Obviously. Um, Galaxy and Dallas. Uh, I told you, Galaxy. The magic is gone. God damn, yeah, my son. The magic is gone. But Dallas won two to one, and Dave Martin predicted that one. Um, RSL Toronto zero zero a draw there. No one out. No, no, neither of us predicted that. Nor did we predict the Colorado Nebraska or uh, Nebraska uh, <laughs> New England uh, one nothing uh, win for Colorado. I think we both thought draws there because both those teams are boring as shit. Oh, and there's no, and they still were. There's no doubt. Yeah. Now uh, that's so. So the t- the totals here. Oh, right, to, I'm, that's I'm, what. Our, let me let me, let me finish. Let me finish right. the fucking finish. So DC uh, Sporting Kansas City. DC uh, Sporting Kansas City travels to DC. Zero uh, zero draw. I think I predicted a Sporting Kansas City win. You predicted a draw. You got a draw. I think you predicted a one one draw though. No um, shock there. Houston versus Seattle. Uh, neither of us read this one correctly because Houston won two to one, in spite of a Clint Dempsey goal. No, I don't think anybody predicted that anywhere. Yeah, uh, San Jose versus Montreal, also a one nothing win. Uh, nobody predicted that. Neither, neither of us predicted that. And Orlando versus New York City, nobody, none of us predicted that as well. One zero. Uh, I predicted the Red Bulls beating Atlanta two to one, and actually predicted it two to one. Uh, Dave Martin predicted the opposite score and Atlanta winning. So I, I get that one. And then Vancouver Philly, of course, was a goddamn 0 0 draw. There's like 28 goals this week, which is absolutely. It's not good. Bullshit and stupid. It's real boring. Yeah. So basically, the running totals right now, I ha- I'm, I'm 2 and 9. So well, I'm going to clarify you, you pr- correctly predicted two games out of nine. I predicted, predicted correctly two games out of 11. You predicted four oh, yeah. out of eleven, so yeah. I'm twice as good as you. There's no, I mean, which shocks nobody, obviously. Right now, yes. So let's talk about this week. Let's talk about what's going to come right. up here. And the the very first game that I want to talk about here is um, I want to think about New, or- uh, New, New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> oh God. We got Nebraska. We got New Orleans. I want to talk about New England and Orlando. Tell me what's going on. Uh, to me, you throw it to me. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, I threw it to you. That was. I didn't ask I myself. I don't know. Orlando Kaká just is out now for six weeks at least. Um, New England wins that one. Cropper keeps a clean sheet. Uh, New England wins one to nothing. Okay, so uh, good guess. Now I was high on New England. I told you I think New England looks good on paper this year. That said, I watched Orlando last week. Obviously, Kaká is gone. Um, I said it's um, two two to one Orlando win. All right, cool. It's that goalkeeper, man. Can't stop him. <laughs> He's looking at me like, God damn it, when is this podcast going to be over? No, that's um, fine. 
Let's look at uh, the Chicago Fires versus the Real Salt Lakes. Who do you got? Um, I will always pick against Chicago. Two under Real. <laughs> it's usually a good pick. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Little opposition here. Uh, we look. I liked Chicago this year. I told you fourth in the East. I'm still going with them. Chicago at home. Two to one win over the RSLs. Wait, how how they do last week? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They they got they got a. a yeah, you win, a, you a, lose one game, you lose them all, right? They yeah. Gotta, you fucker. They got a draw. Yeah. Okay, next game we no got one, the. No one ever showed up for. Wait, we've got the New Jersey Red Bulls versus the Colorado Rapidos. What do you got? Um, two one to the Red Bulls. I got two easy, zero. I got easy. two zero to the Red Bulls. I mean, the Red Bulls went on the road in an incredible atmosphere last year. Got it done late, on a short week of rest. This is a good team, and they've won the Supporters Shield. Uh, you know, in the last four years, they've won it twice. This is a good team, and uh, they're still good. Uh, let's move on to um, the Philadelphia Sunnies versus the Toronto Blue Jays. Who do you got? I don't know all the teams yet. I'm still learning. <laughs> uh, I listen. Toronto has a lot of fucking options, and oh, I sure. thought about making this like a three-zero Toronto win in Philly. But Philly bunkers. I think it's a. I think it's a zero-zero draw. The gooch. Yeah. You're concerned about the gooch. That's. A I'm not. I'm reaction. not concerned about the gooch. I just. You know. That's what happens. You're worried about getting sand in your gooch. I. Uh, Philadelphia, Toronto. I've got a one-one draw. We both got draws. I think there's a, at least going to be goals. Uh, praise the Lord. A game that matters finally. Montreal Impact uh, FCs SCs versus the Seattle Sounders. Who do you got? Um, I originally had a draw here, but I'm gonna change my mind. He's changing it on the fly. I'm kids. gonna mix this shit up. He's I'm changing it to a Seattle win. I'm going to a Seattle win, two to wow. one. In After Montreal. watching them lose to the worst team in the league, that must have really impacted just so. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the Montreal's versus the Seattle's. That's a two-two draw. These are two teams that know how to score goals. Montreal knows how to give up a ton of them. Seattle. One game is a small sample size. That said, there's concerns out of what we saw in the first week, um, and, and Montreal can take advantage of them. We got a 2-2 draw going there. That is the accurate prediction. Moving on, Houston versus the Columbuses. Uh, Houston is a shit city and True. a shit team and a shit town, and but they they're going to lose to uh, the shittiest other team in America. Columbus. So this is this is not a good game. Let's just throw three, that out. Three there to right one. Now. Three to one. You know, Columbus s- wins three to one. Me, spare me, spare uh, me, uh, Federico Higuain. Um, this is a bad game. That said, I watched what, what Houston did last time. We were worried about Cubo. Cubo did some Cubo things. Previous Cubo, not you know Cruz Azul Cubo cool. things. I'm glad uh, he did that for one game. Okay, okay. So once you just push your pants back on, I got a two to nothing Houston win. That is the correct prediction. Let's move on. Okay, oh we're gonna we're gonna be either like really equal or really. Somebody's breaking away from the pack this week. <laughs> yeah. um, we've got the SKCs versus the FCDs, the FC Dallas's versus the uh, Sporting Kansas City's. Who do you got? Um, in the the Cauldron, three to one to Sporting Kansas City. Look, nobody easy, easy, easy nobody easy loves easy win for Sporting Kansas. Nobody City. loves to imbibe more alcohol and drugs than me. That said, uh, you've taken too much. Uh, I've got the accurate prediction. We watched FC Dallas defeat a team that is a good team, in your eyes at least, to LA Galaxy. Dallas is good. They go on the road to the Sporting Kansas City's, beat them 0-1 to Wait, Dallas. So, so you, you're predicting Dallas is going to go Dallas on the road win. in two, like, the first two weeks of the year and beat 
both the Galaxy and Sporting Kansas City? Well, first of all, I think the Galaxy are not going to be that great this year. Second of all, I think Sporting Kansas City are like a bubble playoff team, probably on the inside of the bubble, but still a bubble playoff team. FC Dallas has been one of the best teams over the last few years. Yeah, I've got FC Dallas winning. Uh, and and uh, my double your correct predictions are going right, to prove man. me right. right we got the vi- uh, the the San Jose uh, Shockers earthquakes. Oh, is that what they're called? Uh, yeah. The the earthquakes versus the Vancouver Freddie Monteros. What do you got? Um, I don't know all the teams. Yeah, yet. I don't know. Okay, so can I just say quickly, Freddie Montero, who left here as a young star, fleet of foot, able to both um, shock you by running onto a ball and striking a very quick counter goal ver- uh, and also scoring from 45 yards, he looked like he had somebody tied his shoelaces together this last week. Yeah. I mean, you didn't watch all the games. Who, but who do you got for the for the win? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm more curious okay. now about that. That's it. Uh, so I've got a 2 to nothing Vancouver win. I still like, you know, Kukuda Mane, Freddie Montero, who eventually learns how to run uh, with the ball. San Jose is still not a great team. New GM, new picture for the team. Uh, we got uh, clearly, clearly, good Lord, uh, well, I, a win he, by. Here, here's what I have. Um, I have uh, all of the uh, Jimmy Buffett, Margaritaville residents, like, re- like realizing they're in San Jose and going to a soccer match <laughs> and propelling Chris Wondolowski to uh, <laughs> score a goal in, like, the 84. Fourth minute yes. for a one-one draw. Okay, great. Chris Wondolowski, garbage goal. Wondolowski <laughs> is going to be uh, tying it up but for wonderful. a one-one draw. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. We, we I think I don't think we have any picks that are aligned yet. By the way, <laughs> we do um, not. So, New York City FCs versus the uh, the the uh, the DC Uniteds, uh, the OG Uniteds. Who do you got? Well, they're playing in Yankee Stadium, so so the Yankees will win. So the Yankees will win. Yeah. Um, clearly, the Steinbrenners will win, actually, Stein- as a matter of fact. Okay. But um, I think uh, NYC gets to uh, throw in header goals for 2 nothing win over D.C. United. Um, I, I, I look at Maxi, who, who had a great game for New York, by the way. Um, I look at what New York City continues to do. David Villa, obviously, we don't need to talk about him every week. I look at D.C. United, kind of got, you know, I think about D.C. United – when I want to last longer in bed, okay? So I've got a 3-1 to one New York City FC win. Wait, you think about D.C. United when you want to last longer in bed? Yeah. As in you want to wait for like 12 years for a stadium or something? Or? <laughs> I don't know, wait, <laughs> wait 12 years to, uh, you know, like you just, reach you need, the sexual finish You need to, you need line, to like yeah. not finish for like 12 years. And yeah. My wife no, will actually, tell you, I'll go for 12 years. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Your wife will tell me I go for 12 years. So uh, uh, we got oh, the games that dude. matter. That's the trifecta. Man, listen, to this fu- listen to this fucking <laughs> That's podcast, That's the only reason man. I'm saying this stuff. Uh, we got the game that matters to the people listening to this, the Minnesota United. Wait, who F- did you pick for the for the, D- the D.C. NYCFC I game? told you, you got a 3-1 uh, NYCFC win. All right, win. well, uh, we're, the, the uh, New York Propers. We both think NYCFC will win, so good. That's the first match we have that agrees. Uh, the Minnesota United FCs versus the Atlanta United FCs. I think it's <laughs> we're talking about 3-1 to the Uniteds. I think United is going to win as well. If I had to, you know, chime in on it, uh, I think you that have the, you have the wrong United. The though. wrong United. I have uh, I have the the uh, Pudo United uh. uh, winning uh, two to one. I'm sorry, Minnesota. I don't think you go goalless. I think we have a good front six. That said, we got a real poor back four. So, uh, and I apologize for using the p word. Um, 
I got carried away. We're going to edit that out. We're going to put a bleep in there if I uh, don't pass out by the time we get to that point. Finally, we got the LA Galaxies versus the Portland uh, uh, Bob Ross's hoodie got. Um, draw. You got to draw. You watch LA Galaxy suck balls, and then you watch Portland destroy, and you got to draw. Yes. Predicting games is not supposed to be this hard. I've got Portland winning 3-1. to one. There's no doubt about it. Galaxy have lost the Magic. I apologize about the Magic. Galaxy, Bruce Arena is coaching a different team now. Uh, 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 you know, very sorry about that. Okay, cleanse your palate. The predictions are over, kids. We're moving on to the good stuff, and now we're talking. To, that wasn't good stuff. We're moving <laughs> on to the stuff. Uh, this is a segment called Indulge Your Fantasy, brought to you by uh, Enchantasies, which is on Highway 13 down uh, near where I live. Um, I always drive by Enchantasies, which sells, you know, edible ladies' undergarments and stuff like that and, you know, things you stick into yourself. And I always drive by it, and I think it says Enchantasist, like it's an erotic data solutions company. Yeah, that's that would be weird. Right, I think it's great. I so, mean, edible panties is also weird, but that's just you me. get hungry. You get hungry. You know when you're that's, going twelve hours like that's I do. Right. Well, so let's thank you, thank you, Enchantasies for uh, for sponsoring the next segment. Yeah, thousands of dollars they've thrown at us. So, so let's so talk many, about let's so talk, much tam, <laughs> so much tam. So let's talk about how we did in the fantasy. You and I did pretty pretty comparable. <laughs> Which and I suppose is its own story. Pretty shit. Yeah, so so <laughs> Zeller had 44 points in fantasy this week. I had 47. I'm obviously more correct than he is. That said, Barely both of those scores, <laughs> both of those scores were good enough for borderline last place in most of the leagues that we play in. It was not a good week for yeah. us. You've listened to this podcast. You are not surprised by that. Yeah. No. I mean, good on you for like not picking yeah. the the same players that yeah. we do. Cause so we. Good for you. <laughs> they listened like, to this podcast and did the inverse. That's fine. Right. Listen, so, my, my wife is, like, very invested in MLS fantasy. And she year. had a great week. She had an amazing week. She's she had like, a great she's week. She's, like, in, like, ninth place. And she's, you know, it's, like, ninth place. But, like, there's, like, four other people tied for ninth right now. So it's pretty amazing. <laughs> That's so. fantastic. So uh, so you and I came in borderline last place in our own league. That's well, fine. to but, be fair. Fair, there's like 32 teams, so we didn't come in borderline. Not, last not place. dead last. That's why we're on the so, board. We're on the bubble yeah. of last. That said, um, we look at Ryan. And God damn it, Ryan! I've had a lot to drink tonight. I'm gonna pr- try to pronounce your Polish last name. Uh, Hodkiewicz. 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 Thank Hodkiewicz. you. Ryan had a fantastic week, not just in our league, but in other leagues as well. Thank you, Ryan. Dude, You're in first place. Loon City, seven points. Seven points. Loon City, right behind him with 106 points. Literally 106 points. Guys, you guys clearly listen to other podcasts than our own, so thank you for that. We're gonna look at so uh, a look at the league standings. First of all, save Monet, kill time. That's Ryan Hodkovich, 107 points. Second place, Loon City with 106 points. Third place, Friend Hole FC, <laughs> which that's, I love. That's Matt Axelson. Matt, thank love you, you. Matt Axelson. With 74 points. Now, if you want to know how good the top two were, compare them to the third place, which is only 74 points. We got 106, 107 on the top two. God damn, that's a fine week. Did you have a favorite? Fantasy team name this week, or not this week? I mean, it's, it's ever. I suppose. Uh, I, I don't know. I all I know is I left Juice Schoberg on the bench for me. That's a mistake. He would have been twelve points. God I damn. Left on the goddamn that bench. That would have been a big um, jump. Um. Uh. I mean, literally, my favorite uh, Dave's I know fantasy team's name is. Fridays, I'm in love, which is actually my team name. Okay, yeah, so. that's not a shock. Love yourself. Okay. Yep. Yep. 
let's we'll move see. on. Let's let's move on to the stuff that um, most of our listeners listen to, which is uh, obviously we've had a, cu- a couple of contests going on over the last couple of weeks. First of all, we had. Um, we are asking for applications. We wanted more Daves. We asked for applications. You went to davesiknow.com. You filled out an application. You got it. Now, I'm going to apologize. There was an image on the application that stopped working halfway through the process. Some of you were LOLing about that. Some of you actually got the uh, thing. That said, there's no question about it. The winner this week, on Twitter, her uh, her handle is WhiteZinWench. She's a New York Red Bulls fan. She had the best application. Wonderful. Made fun of us. Made fun of the people whom we make fun of. You are going to be invited on the show. I don't know how that's going to work here on New Jersey. I don't get. I, it doesn't even matter. You we'll, get a hundred thousand dollars. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll we'll do some sort of uh, Google Hangout or something. Yeah, and, I don't know what yeah, the kids use so. these days, but uh, that's thank that's you. how we did the other podcast that weirdly wanted me to talk about fucking soccer. Madison podcast. So, White Zen Wench. Thank you. Uh, you and I yes, have exchanged. You are amazing. You are amazing. Absolutely. You and I have exchanged nude pics. There's no doubt about that. Now let's exchange names so I can properly <laughs> call you out. We had a second contest going on. That is my not to MLS. We were asking, give us the names, your team names for the inevitable uh, MLS team that's moving to my not. That contest is still open. Tell us hashtag my not M I N O T to the the number two MLS, which is those letters. Uh, go ahead and add us at TDIKMN. Uh, tell us what you think the Minot team should be. We got some great answers, but I want to let it run another week. Does that sound fine? Uh, yeah. I mean, my my favorite right now is like the just the shruggy emoji. Yes, we have shruggy. <laughs> that's Wait. a that's a pretty good one. Yeah, the team name but, was pronounced the Minot Why Nots, but it all, would be almost a Prince situation with a symbol for the shrug emoji. True. Yeah. Um, also, um, I'm very much against puns, so do not. Fucking pun. I love puns. This shit. No. Oh, I love You'd be it. automatically DQ'd from me. DQ'd you pun for this puns. shit. All right, that's wonderful. So let's let's close it up. We want to tell you where to find us. You don't know where to find us. You're listening to this podcast in your imagination. You don't even know that we actually exist in reality. First of all, if you want the greatest satire, go to Nutmeg News. If you want the second greatest satire, go to Dave's I know.com. D-A-V-E-I. I don't know how to spell Dave's. D-A-V-E-S-I. No. K-N-O-W.com. For all of our rants, thousands of views on your latest article. Literally thousands. It's fantastic. Listen, I, I write some really good shit there, man. I, I thought I wrote the best stuff, and then you wrote like <laughs> one of your occasional. I wrote, shits. I wrote, I wrote a, I wrote a dating, like an MLS dating yeah. app, and a uh, Minnesota regular. Yeah. and everybody's showing up for it. Everybody's coming. Yeah. Up, so, yeah. Uh, you can find us at Twitter at T D I K M N. You can find us on email if that's a thing. You know, if your mom Listen, has AOL and she wants to send you questions, we yeah. we would love questions. We, like you can send questions via the Twitter, but also if you want yeah. to email us a question, like a longer form question. We'll answer that email shit. Email us. There's an yeah, email. Dude, I haven't checked it before. Dude, we'll answer that shit. Yeah, it, and, it is that the. Al- also, I'm I'm just saying, like, the other Dave is gonna be gone next week, so send in the, your sexy questions to the to the Zeller Dave. So, yeah. yeah. So that's gonna be the good Dave. That's gonna be the Dave's I know at gmail.com. The definite article is there. The Dave's I know.com. Uh, if you want to hop on Facebook, just forget it. Uh, if you want to hop on the podcast, <laughs> well, Stitcher. T- yeah, hold on. Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iTunes is never gonna happen because they don't like the content that we have. Google Play is not a real thing. You can find Texas Zeller, David Zeller at Texas Zeller two L's. And you can find me an at e- er f- with an er er not or yeah. and you can find or me AR. offensive loons fan at offensive underscore loons. I think we did it. I think we completed who the is, podcast. Who does our music? We 
we refuse. We never talked about. We've uh, never talked about so who let's, does let's, our music. Let's talk about the music. First of all, we have the best music. Yeah. Uh, you think about the other Minnesota 100%. United centric podcasts. We have the best. Um, our music is provided by Common Market. We reached out to them on Twitter and they got permission to do this because we like to do things official. So um, uh, if you like uh, Common Market, they've got other albums out there. This is a group that is more of a socially conscious hip-hop uh, approach. You listen to the other stuff that they got, you're going to find food for thought. It's wonderful. Uh, uh, Common Market, unfortunately, is no longer together, but Sabzi, who drops the beats, and R.A. Sion, who's doing the, the rhymes, uh, they still have a good relationship. That's fine. Uh, find them at Twitter. Holy shit, these are great guys. Find their albums. I mean, the, the album this comes from, Zeller, you didn't ask for all this. You just want to know who it was. No, I, I, I the want, album I want, this comes I want from our, our listeners to know who Most hip-hop is obviously urban-based. The album this comes from is literally an entire uh, like 18-track agriculture and rural-based hip-hop album. All of it, you will hear the phrase Alice Chalmers dropped. I grew up in Iowa. I know what that means. You don't even know what that means. That is a tractor brand. It's fantastic hip-hop. I can't recommend it enough. With a social consciousness, find Common Market. You'll find this song. That's who they're at. Give them a little love. Thanks, Common Market. Absolutely, uh, Common Market. We are the Daves you know. This has been the Daves I know. Don't forget to tune in because this is the only income we have. Hey, yeah. Next week, another Dave. Different Daves next week. Thank you. As you do yours, land here, become feet, con. Yeah, uh, we, we do yeah. our thing, son. Who the act we attract to, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we do our thing, son. Y'all ain't loving at all. Y'all know we can't loving at all. Nah, yo, I can't do nothing at all. Y'all know we can't loving at all. Check it out, that was fun.